0: It's Ari Rosenbaum here with another fun-filled episode of that 401k uh, podcast. This week's topic, we're going to talk about when good 401k plan providers stumble. Uh, But of course, first things first, let's talk about the live events. Uh, Last week, we were in Miami. uh, Had a lot of fun. Lone Depot Park. Um, Special guest, Charles Johnson. uh, Great stadium tour. Was able to walk on the field. Uh, see a lot of the stuff. We had pretty decent attendance considering COVID and all that stuff. Uh, again, Charles Johnson was a great guest. We had uh, a game that night, uh, Marlins against the Mets, which uh, obviously is a huge Mets fan. It was a big deal. Um, 11,000 people at the game, and I want to say about 10,000 Mets fans. Uh, go to that 4 for further information on all the live events. Uh, coming up next, September the 9th, Seattle, uh, Washington. Lone Depot Park, home of the Seattle Mariners, game that night against the Braves, Uh, and we finally booked Charlotte for November the 18th. uh, Originally scheduled for October, unfortunately, Charlotte has uh, fortunately or unfortunately, Charlotte has an MLS franchise that plays at Bank of America Stadium, and therefore there was a hold for the month of October. And since I'm somebody who likes uh, preciseness and definiteness, uh, there's, you know, I, I couldn't sit around and wait and see that my event got rescheduled. So we'll be November the 18th uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina, the Queen City. Uh, again, go to that forwardcase.com for, for information. I want to say in August and September, MLB schedule for 2023 will come out. Uh, I have a new scheduler, my son Jason, who uh, will be 17 next month. He's gonna look to the schedules and see where uh, we can land next. I mean, there are certain cities we're gonna have to hit. I'm um, looking at Milwaukee, um, probably Detroit, um, maybe the New Orleans stadium. I don't know. We'll see what happens uh, as we uh, as we progress. Uh, you know, it's hard to believe it's you know, this episode drops on July the first. Half the year is gone already, but anyway, go to that 401ksite.com for further information on our events. And um, as far as when good one k plan providers stumble, I'm a huge fan of business history. I think it you know started you know, years ago uh, There's a book uh, about you know large businesses that you know successful businesses that just eventually failed. Uh, it was called When Giants Stumble, I want to say, or when Giants Fall, or, or something like that. Uh, You know, companies like Schwinn, Montgomery Ward. Um, I mean, if you look today, um, Sears is on its last legs. Uh, And if you were a kid my age, Sears was a big, big deal. Big department store. They had, like, everything. Great place to take crappy family photos. Um, Kenmore appliances and diehard batteries Craftsman Tools, and uh, it was just such a large uh, company, and uh, unfortunately it was destroyed by uh, Eddie Lampert when he took over about, I don't want to say about 13, 14 years ago, and uh, made it a real estate play, didn't want to put any money in the stores, merged the thing with Kmart, and needless to say, it failed. But when we're talking about retirement plan providers, there are many great plan providers out there that will eventually, you know, Stumble and and become a shell of its former self, and, and they're headed for a long term goodbye, kind of like, um, kind of like Toys R Us and Sears, and I think eventually uh, Macy's is eventually going to go one of these days. Um, the problem with these plane providers that it, it just kind of go bad. Uh, they were successful, is that there are certain characteristics that you could certainly see a mile away, um, but they certainly can't. And uh, this is where, you know, a good plant provider can stumble and become really a bad provider. And like I said, a shell of its former self. And obviously, one characteristic, they were, you know, good at one point. So, you know, there are a lot of plant providers who come and go and they fail. I once had a client who decided to leave his day-to-day job, become an RA, and needless to say, his business was dead within six months. Which, you know, my opinion, is a poor planning. I remember when I started my practice, <clears throat> people told me, oh, you'll take two years to really, you know, hit it. And it took a little bit less, but, you know, there was certainly a, a, a period of time where, <clears throat> you know, you're taking very, very little income, spending a lot more on drumming up your name and, and whatnot. And that's, you know, we, we, we certainly see a lot of good plan providers out there kind of like become a shooting star, Um successful you know TPAs or RA firms that flamed out after having very large successful runs. Um, You know again I I worked for that semi-prestigious law firm on Long Island and when I was there 12 years ago I I saw the signs that this was a firm that was in trouble. Um, It was just so many different you know situations. Uh, There was a lack of leadership, there was a lot of arrogance. the managing attorney you know, scoffed at my ideas about social media and whatnot. Needless and, um, well, to say, they're they're half the size of what they were 12 years ago. The downturn into what I call oblivion doesn't really happen overnight; takes a long time. Sears have been dying ever since I was a kid in the 70s. If you think about it, slowly but surely they made decisions along the line where you know just didn't make any sense. You know, I, I, some it's, it's stuff as simple as you know. Collecting all these uh, business assets like uh, what is eventually now Morgan Stanley, Discover Card. I think at one time they own HR Block. And it was just one bad decision after another. And and so it doesn't happen overnight. They don't die next day. It takes years and years of dying. And that's why we see some of these large plant providers stumble and and suffer for, for a very, very long time. And another characteristic is a lack of leadership. Um, the first job I ever got was working for a law firm that was owned and affiliated with a, a TPA. The, the two major owners were attorneys, so they had a law firm, side law firm, and they were uh, part owners of a um, TPA business called Mobius Tech. Um, and eventually it was bought out by Steve Time Services Inc. Um, they had a tough time really transferring from a balance-forward, dominated uh, 401k business into a daily operation. They were losing money on the daily side, and the balance-forward stuff, the defined benefit stuff, and the trustee-directed profit-sharing 401k plans, that was uh, uh, quite profitable. They got bought out by CBiz in, in I want to say, 99. Uh, that's when the head of the company told us not to we had nothing to worry about. And I remember going home and telling my dad that day, well, somebody tells me not to worry about, I'm going to start to worry. And CBiz, you know, started buying payroll companies and benefit consulting practices, insurance companies all around the country. Um, they, you know, CBiz basically bought out these, you know, small owners, small businesses, the owners kept them in their position and let them run it. And, you know, of course, they, you know, people... If they were doing a poor job running the company, they would continue to run a poor company. Um, organizations really, um, again, uh, the folks who, who mismanaged Mobius were the same people who were mismanaging uh, the name of the new company, which was Sebas Retirement Services, Inc. Um, organizations are, are just really pra- paralyzed when they have ineffective, uh, ineffective leadership. Uh, leadership really sets up everything, including culture. Uh, when CBiz decided that they no longer wanted to be the daily 401k business and sold our plans to a company that is now known as Census, back in the day it was known as Bysis. Um, I asked the boss, Harvey Berman, I said, uh, whether they regretted selling the business to CBiz, because eventually, you know, after three years and change, they, they just basically decided to, to, to cash all of us out. So I asked Harvey, you have any regrets? And he said, no, because we weren't going to get bought out. We were going to go out of business. That was really an eye-opener because it meant that the people who almost bought their, you know, because it basically meant that the people who brought their TPA business to the brink of failure were the same people that is wanted in the day-to-day operation of the TPA. And so needless to say, there's a reason why they sold, you know, our block of plants devices. Obviously, didn't help when two thousand. 2001, we had a huge uh, stock market crash, and, um, you know, but that's, of course, uh, just an excuse. But, you know, the problem with a lack of leadership is that if the business, you know, business isn't publicly traded, and it's just privately owned, there's almost no accountability if the people leading the businesses are also the owners and not going to fire themselves. Even though I remember uh, one of the principals of uh, of Moby's Tech, who, who became one of the people running Cedar's retirement services, thing, a guy by the name of Dan Sussman, he says, "Every, every it, was, it felt like every six months there was a rearrangement of how things were managed and, and run. And at one point he said, if this doesn't work, I'm going to fire myself. Uh, it didn't work out, and he didn't fire himself. And... You know, the problem is that ineffective leaders suffer from tunnel vision and atrophy that stops them from changing with the times. Too often, past success is a hindrance because it allows those leaders to rest on their laurels. Again, you know, the managing attorney of the law firm, she says, well, you know, this is the way we've been doing business for 20 some odd years. And if it's been successful, why am I going to change? And that's that's always been the big problem in business. I, I just think that too often past success is a hindrance. Um, they rest on the laurels. Uh, Paul Heyman, who is a wrestling manager, uh, former promoter, uh, owner of ECW, Um, he's also into marketing and advertising, he said something really great once, and he said, experience is the greatest inhibitor of creativity and innovation because you learn from experience what not to do but is the unbridled passion and the fearlessness to just go into something with a reckless abandon that allows you to create something from nothing, that allows you to innovate. Ineffective leaders just don't innovate. Ineffective leaders just don't change. Uh, it's always been that way, so that's how they're always going to do it. I remember being in law school and you know, being told, well, you know, this is the way we've always done things. Well, what if everything you've always done was wrong? Um, that's not... That's not the way it it should be. Uh, If something's good, something's good, but don't say it's because you know we've always done it that way. Because again, what if we've always done it incorrectly? You know, thinking something was successful in the past doesn't mean it's going to be successful in the future. Um, You know, again, the retirement plan business is always changing. There are plenty of TPA's who probably went out of business because their leaders didn't see 401k plans becoming a big thing. You know. Um, same with TPAs who had hidden fees and, and really didn't understand the impact of fee disclosure. They often say you can't teach an old, you know, an old dog new do tricks, but you really can't teach old leaders something new if they're not willing, you know, they're not willing to learn and they think they really know it all. Next, um, here's a frank discussion. One of the characteristics sometimes is when the provider is bought out. Um, Again, I, I know a very well-known 338 practice got bought out. I was told that by one of the leaders over there, and I said, "I'm sorry to hear that." Uh, I think that uh, a lot of change, a lot of times, good providers are destroyed by being purchased. Um, so sometimes uh, these plant providers are destroyed just because they're bought out. And why is that? Why is that the case? I mean, the the people that made it great leave so it's the opposite of my you know mobius seba story where they, they took the, the jokers and had them continue leading the company uh a lot of times you have a company purchased and one by one they push out or inadvertently push out the people that made it great Had a great tpa out here in long island a buddy of mine was uh, working there for 20 years he was a salesperson fantastic shop a little pricey, but they did fantastic work. They got bought out by insurance company, and surely one by one, everybody that I liked no longer worked there. Um, you know, it really, you know, uh, it, it, change is never a good thing. Uh, a change is not always a good thing. Uh, change for the sake of change is not good, and I've just seen a lot of plant providers just simply ruined because they got bought out. And the final characteristic of when plan providers just really go bad, uh, mistreating employees. Um, I'm always impressed when somebody tells me they've been working in a place for 20 some odd years. Uh, Mike Webb, always a shout out for one of my uh, loyal listeners, always plugs me on Twitter every week. You know, he's somebody who's worked at a company for 20 some odd years. Uh, that's, that's pretty impressive. I never had the luxury the longest job I ever had is the one I currently occupy and I don't think my boss is going to fire me anytime soon. I, uh, I really went on my own because I was really the an employee. I felt that, you know, I didn't think I was treated well. And it's quite possible that I'm the type of employee that would never be satisfied. But, you know, I think, uh, you know, you want to be treated more, you're treated more, you know, I was treated more of, you know, an asset than as a human being. Um, I worked at one TPA in particular where I joked that our front door—it um, was at on Seventh Avenue—I said we should have installed a—we um, should have installed a revolving door because there was constant change going on in that uh, company. Uh, if you look at the brain, you know, when I look at that TPA and I look at the brain drain of people that left um, over the years, and they were people that didn't necessarily work at the same time. If you looked at that company, you would see an all-star cast. If I gave you names, um, you know, you, you could have two or three TPAs that were stacked with great, great employees. Uh, there was one, you know, TPA that was formed out of two principal, two employees of, of the CPA that used to work for that they were not satisfied. COO ran, ran them out and they started their own TPA shop. Uh, that's the same COO that I had a problem with, Manny. Um, you know... Uh, the biggest reason, you know, again, for the brain drain from this TPA was, again, the chief operating officer, he, he was a minority partner in the business, and he had problems with people that were competent. Um, you know, it reminds me of the back-to-future joke, uh, if you want to look thin, surround yourself with heavy people. He, he wanted to look competent, so he surrounded himself with incompetent people, so the employees that he truly treasured, And respected were just ineffective employees, and he pushed out, you know, people that were really threats to him, people who knew what they were doing. And he was a miser. Um, I would jokingly say that he would still he would lose five dollars to save a dollar, and be happy about it. You know, his 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 lack of focus on details is what eventually led to his undoing. Um, I and you know, it's a shame when I talk about that TPA. That was probably the in, in terms of working for somebody else, it was the happiest job that I had. And unfortunately, I had to leave because the CEO was, you know, making my life difficult. Uh, but uh, you know, unfortunately, that person, you know, making my life difficult was the guy running the place day to day. People, you know, are human beings and human beings have feelings. Too often, the people in charge of a plane provider have zero empathy. Uh, I don't know if there was an employee who felt they were paid well enough, but I assure you that people want to be valued. Uh, you know, my wife has changed, you know, changing jobs again, and, and why? She spent, you know, two years at this firm and she just felt that she wasn't treated. They didn't give her an annual review. never got a raise, always felt like she was being treated poorly. And, you know, the, the, the mantra, you know, or the saying goes is that happy employees never leave. And when you have a brain drain uh, of a business, especially on the plant provider side, It's very, very hard to find good help, and that's why I think it's important um, to truly value employees. And again, I've seen a lot of businesses close up shop or or suffer because there's a brain drain, uh, because there's a constant upheaval, and uh, unfortunately, um, good people are hard to find, Uh, good, well-trained plant professionals retirement plan professionals. They don't, uh, they don't come easy. Um, and uh, they're very, very hard to come by. And of course, if you're a business and you're uh, having a change in staff, uh, that costs money, it costs time, training people, time, you know, setting up these new employees, to benefits and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's a problem. So I, um, I just think that that's another characteristic when a plan provider stumbles. I, um, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the One k podcast, a little shorter today whatnot. Uh, of course, go to that 41 sitecom for further information on all events. Seattle is next on September the 9th. Really looking forward to that. going to make time to see the Space Needle. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Charlotte, November the 18th. And then for 2023, we'll look at some events. You know, probably run four to six events. Um, see how it goes. Again, um I have eight stadiums MLB left to attend. Uh, Maybe hit Tampa Bay and obviously Seattle, so i will take me down to six. And i got to get six within the next two years. So uh, we hope, uh, again, you enjoyed this uh, episode of that 41K podcast. Again, go to that41ksite.com for further information on all the live events. And we hope you tune in next week for another episode of that 41K podcast. Thanks. Bye.